This is the Holland Assets Podcast, where we show you how to start and run your own trucking company. Ever wanted to go out on your own? Follow Chris as he goes through the highs and lows of running on his own authority. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Holland Assets Podcast, episode number 143. Today, we are talking about November 2023 financials. I am your host, Craig, over there. He is Chris. Chris, how's it going? I'm doing well. How are you, Craig? Are, are you doing well? Yeah, you know. Because you know what? We, we're we going to be talking numbers. Today was better but, than yesterday. <laughs> so <laughs> put it that way. We'll, we'll preview the episode a little bit and say, yes, we are going to talk about numbers. And no, you're not going to want to slit your wrists after we do. Don't worry. But before we get there, we are going to talk problem solving. <laughs> and in order to talk problem solving... We have to talk problems, so <laughs> <laughs> buckle up. <laughs> All right. Now, I want to remind everybody to go to hollandassetsllc.com to check out the show notes there. Uh, you can go to motorcarrierhq.com, which Chris is uh, repping hard on his T-shirt. And you know what, Chris? I may be wearing a jacket, but... Hey, look at you go. Me too. You too. Yeah, yeah there that, it is. Are those your pajamas? Is that what you sleep in? That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's actually, a, you know what? If we're going to hawk the merch... It's a pretty it's comfy. darn yeah, comfy it's shirt. shirt. It's very soft. Yeah, it uh, so go to Mer- Motor Carrier HQ. You can get merch there. Yes. And that's awesome. We want to see you repping our stuff out on the road. Uh, but also you can get tools, tips, tricks, uh, even people to help you out with making the switch from being an employee driver to being an owner operator. And if you are that kind of person, I hope you pull that trigger sooner rather than later. We might even talk today a little bit about why. All right, Chris. Problem solving. <laughs> <laughs> what happened you out just there? Laughed. What Ye- happened yesterday? Yesterday was a bit of a day. Yeah. Um, we all all before about eight o'clock in the morning, we had two trucks break down, and one truck involved in a minor accident. And uh, just yeah, another Monday. Just another Monday, and, and it was one of those like usually Mondays are pretty hectic. But it, I, I was like, I wake up. I'm well, actually, I'm kind of looking at things the night before to decide what what my Monday is going to look like. And <laughs> big uh, mistake, big, well, yeah, <laughs> I look at it and I'm like, man, this Monday doesn't look too bad. Like I only had one truck I had to cover and everything else was going well. And, uh, you know, pretty soon one of our trucks that was, um, it was about 35 miles away from delivering a load breaks down. It's the, it's the first one that goes, Oof. where was it? Um, it was just outside of Atlanta. Oh, okay. 35 miles from its delivery. Um, it, it, you know, Atlanta is one of those, it's really hard to find parking. So you usually park about that far away and then just finish off the last little bit of the trip in the morning when you go deliver. Yeah. No, I love Atlanta, but mm, mm, hard, hard pass driving through Atlanta. Terrible, terrible place to drive. Yeah. So anyway, um, that breaks down another truck. Our our driver runs over a, you know, an alligator, they call them the, uh, um, like a retread tire that's going off the road, Mm -hmm. hits it. And it breaks a airline oh, on a truck. And so call a mobile mechanic for it. And that was the simple one. The The other one's a little bit more complicated. And this is kind of where, you know, you mentioned problem solving. This is where as a business owner, that's like one of your most critical skills to have. And so it was a load that was for one of our most important clients. And they're really sensitive about late loads. And um, so... I notified them that we were having an issue and then we went to work trying to, trying to solve the problem. And to make a long story short, it was one of those, it was one of those breakdowns where, um, 
I, th- I think we, we actually don't even know all the problems with it, but the trucks oftentimes will put themselves in a, I can't remember what they call it, where you can only, it'll only go five miles an hour. Oh yeah. When the, the governor kind of kicks in. Well, so, yeah, something kicks in and a lot of the times if it's like a deaf issue, it'll do that. Mm. Um, other kind of breakdowns where there's a problem, it'll just, it'll move, but it'll move, but very slowly. Yeah. Just enough to get you off the road. Yeah. And so, um, we call a tow truck for that one. And, and to make a long story short, we, um, get, get the tow truck company to take the truck to the shipper, which wasn't too far away from, um, to the shipper or the receiver to the receiver, sorry, to the receiver, which wasn't very far away from the, uh, um, from the break dealership. Oh, the dealership where it was eventually going to end up. Mm and deliver the load. And so what, and so he kind of gets out there and, and then he gets close to where he's going to, the tow truck driver is going to take the truck and decides that he can't get into the area. The, the tow, the tow truck, truck driver. driver. Oh, geez. Cause it's Atlanta. Cause it's Atlanta. And then <laughs> he decides that he says, well, we've got a, a day cab. Our uh, facility is only five miles away. So they, he has a day cab driver, meet him out there, drops the trailer. Um, the day cab driver completes the load. Oh wow! And the, the, it was late, but not it was same day, so it wasn't like. And and this receiver actually, they they were pretty good about the whole situation. They yeah. didn't get up, you know, upset too bent out of shape. Yeah. yeah, I mean that kind of stuff. It it, it happens, and and so it, yeah, that's you know as a as a company owner, you've got to be able to find solutions for things. So what ends up happening is everybody ends up fairly happy, except for us having to pay all the the tow bill the repairs and all that kind of stuff. But the most important thing, our customer's happy. And, and this is like, it's one of those things where the, your customer kind of really sees what you're made of. You know, you, you come into a crisis and you come oh, yeah. into a problem and rather than kind of like throwing it back on them, Hey, sorry, solve this. You know, we took care of it, handled it in the best way we could. And, uh, everybody ends up happy considering the circumstances. Right. And I mean, it, it does help when you don't, when you are able as a business owner to count on somebody else helping you to solve a problem, that goes a long way. Yep. So that tow truck driver, I'm sure your first instinct was to be really annoyed when he was like, I can't get in there. Yep. I can't get the, the tow truck in there. It, <laughs> it's a, we've been conditioned almost with some industries to expect the next thing to be. So never mind. see you later. But instead he says, okay, I ran into this problem. Here's what I'm going to do to solve it and get you guys back on the road. I'm sure as another business owner, that was extremely valuable. Absolutely appreciated it. And and that's like one of the things, you know, especially, you know, with, with employees that I work with, um, in my life in the military, um, when I work with people, that's one of the things that I reiterate to people all the time is, you know, don't just come to me with problems. Like come yeah. to me, you know, if, if you've got a problem, like let's talk through, think through a solution first and come to me with some options and some solutions. Right. And then we can kind of work through what the best option is going to be. Um, you know, I, I, it, it's kind of annoying when you've got somebody that all they do is that, you know, the world's it's bring you problems. Yeah. Bring you problems. The world's yeah. blown up. And, um, you know, somebody that can come with solutions is way more valuable, whether you're a business owner solving a, a problem for a client or you're an employee solving a problem for a boss or your company or whatever. Yeah. Being able to develop solutions is such a valuable skill set. But you know, and it's something that, like you said, you need to 
feel at least comfortable with, if not happy about as a business owner, because problems are going to come up. Right, Chris, you walked into the studio, you sat down right there in front of that microphone. And then what's the first thing you told me? I got to make a phone call. <laughs> I, there was a problem that yeah. you needed to solve and it needed to be solved now. And, you know, hey, give me five minutes. No problem. Right. Um, and you solved the problem. So so that was interesting. But anyway, uh, this idea of you need to at least be comfortable with it, maybe even like it because nobody likes problems, but there is that little hit of dopamine or whatever other chemicals go into your brain when you solve a problem, that satisfaction when something clinks into place and uh, and and everything's working again. That's a really satisfying feeling, isn't it? It is. And somebody that likes that challenge yeah. of solving that problem, that's, again, it's, it's like the difference between having a job that you do versus having a job you love. Right. If you love to do those kind of things, that's that's an indication you might be a good business owner. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I love that. Ooh, okay, good. Well, let's leave that behind. Maybe we'll do a whole episode one day on uh, problem solving. I don't know if that makes any sense, but maybe we'll do it. Today, though, is about numbers. Chris, should we dive into let's, some numbers? Let's go and let's get into it. Okay, so this is November 2023. For those who maybe missed last month's uh, numbers episode, or if you just need a refresher, we've had, Chris, I think it was six months straight of just pain, pure pain. And then finally, last month, uh, there was a small profit and, you know, things were finally in the black, at least on, a, on that month. Uh, and it was somewhat satisfying. So we're hoping that the trend will continue here in November. Let's talk numbers. Where did you end up with total miles run on a full 11 trucks? Full 11 trucks. I think, honestly, knock on wood, like I, I think this is about the longest we've gone in a really long time without having to hire any drivers. And so that's been really mm. nice and a big difference maker. So 123,557 miles, which it again is a record. Um, I, I think let's see. It's eleven thousand per truck, isn't it? If I'm if yeah, my eleven thousand English major math is yeah, any a good. little over eleven thousand, I believe. Nice. So yeah, it, that that is pretty good. And I think that's actually um, other than last month, obviously, um, almost almost twenty thousand dollars more. Twenty thousand miles or miles more than uh, previous records. Fifteen thousand. Right. So yeah, October so, was was October even was more, but this was a significant high. Yeah, still still significantly better than it has been. Okay. So out of those, what uh, 123,000 miles? How many deadhead? Um, 7,455. You, you remember last month we had a little bit of a spike in deadhead miles. This it came back down six percent, which is good. acceptable. Yeah. 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 Very acceptable. Okay. So for a total revenue then of how much? $246,357.69. And this is also like the miles, not quite a record, but darn Close. high. Yeah, sec second best again. Okay. All right. So $246,000 and all of the other numbers that Chris cares about, the extra dollars and cents, <laughs> but we'll call it 246 for an all-in rate per mile of how much? $1.99, which is a, is a drop. I think it's about 14 cents mm. lower than last month. Um, there's a couple things because I, I don't think our our real true. I mean, the rates within the market were were that much worse. I, I think part of it is we actually had um, thirty five thousand dollars of revenue deliver in the first few days of December, and so you've got again we've talked about this in the past. We have loads that are almost essentially run 
the entire month of um, October, the previous month, but then deliver in November. Right. And so that, that kind or of, the other way around or the other way around. Yeah. It skews things a little bit. And this is why uh, a plug for last episode. If anybody missed that, go listen to the cost per mile episode where we talk about uh, Chris, how you calculate cost per mile, rate per mile, your income, and the importance of strategically looking at, do you look at one month's numbers? Do you look at one quarter's numbers? Do you look at a full year? And how do you, how do you weight that? This would be a great example of that, where 35,000 is going to be popping up in December and skewing those numbers. But because it's popping up there, it's also skewing these numbers. And so you want to look at the quarter to maybe give yourself a little better picture of that. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's going to make December's numbers better. So there you go. That's good. Now I'm excited. Speaking of which, Chris, uh, let's finalize November's numbers. Uh, small profit this month. It, it was um, $9,471.77. Again, like last month, I was mm. kind of hoping for a little bit better. Um, and, and, and this, the, the silver lining on this is it was a little better than last month's on fewer miles and fewer revenue. So, th- so that means we were just a little bit more profitable. Um, even though we ran less. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's good. It, it, it wasn't that big, but it, again, it's, you know, it, we're in the black. That's a good thing. <laughs> Count blessings, Count et cetera, blessings, et cetera. But it's definitely not where we want to be. There's still, <laughs> there's still more work to do. Sure. Well, I was, you know, I was going to ask you this question, uh, and that's a great lead into it. Do you ever feel, and I, I feel like I already know the answer to this question, but I'm asking it anyway. Uh, do you ever feel like at a certain point we've done what we can do and we're kind of at the mercy of the market or is that mindset completely foreign to you? And there's always something else you can do, uh, yourself to improve your situation. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Great. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I I do sometimes (laughs) feel like, um, we're at the mercy of the market. Um, but I also always feel like there's, there's more that we can do. And so, you know, right now the market is a tough market, but that doesn't mean we can't survive. We can't, um, grind through and, and, and do well. And it's, it's, again, it's one of those things. I'm kind of a, the type of person that I always want to be moving forward. You know, I, I don't like moving backwards. And so in a situation like this, where in all honesty, for the last year, it feels like we've kind of just been running on a treadmill, mm-hmm. running as fast as we can, but not really getting anywhere. Um, but, uh, you know, what, what we're doing is surviving a really tough time in trucking so that we're going to be able to take advantage of the market when it turns. And that's really kind of the situation we're in right now. Oh man. You know what? That's, I, I'm going to save that for the, uh, impact tip. We'll have an impact tip oh, today, sweet. Chris. Uh, but let's keep going with some of the numbers. Okay. So now we know what the overall numbers were. Is there anything you want to dig into with the profit and loss statement? Anything interesting that people should be aware of when they look at those numbers, which are available at hollandassetsllc.com? No. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for coming, everybody. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Like I, I start going through the the P and L statement from last month, and I'm like, I I always go through every line item and and like check on it, look at the detail, kind of look at how it compares with previous months, and in all honesty. There was like nothing that really stood out. It was bland. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes, oh, it's ancient Chinese proverb, right? You don't want to live in interesting times sometimes. Sometimes you don't, yeah. So, uh, okay. All right. So that's it. Now, that being said, 
<laughs> there's nothing that we're pulling out specifically to talk about. But if you are somebody who's been following along with this journey and you want to go check out that PL, you still should. Uh, Chris, when I first started on YouTube way back in 2016, um, I started jumping ahead of some of my colleagues and others who were doing similar projects to me. Uh, and people would ask me what my what my formula was, you know, how how did you become successful with this YouTube channel that I was running? And my answer was numbers. And they'd say, oh, so you have this grand strategy. I said, no, 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 no. I just knew my numbers and my intimate familiarity, looking day in, week in, month out, uh, looking at my numbers and just knowing what they were kind of guided me all by itself. And eventually I come, I would come up with strategies and whatnot to play around with those numbers, but even just knowing them. So if you're, if you're following along with our journey, just because we say, ah, you know, it's kind of a quiet PL this month, you should still go check it out. Get to know the numbers. If you're running your own company, for heaven's sake, know your numbers. Be looking at them every day, every week. Uh, because, Chris, you said, you know, I look at every month's PL and I look at every line item. The line items on a profit and loss statement don't come with an explanation or any red flags or bells and whistles. But because you knew, because you've been looking at them for a month in, a month out, for years, you know when something looks kind of fishy or too high or too low, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like I've, because I do the, this exercise at least every month, I, I like, I can look at the PL in 30 seconds, see the, and it tells you a story. Yep. It tells me a story. So it's, you know, the, the more familiar you get with it, the more familiar you get with ours, the, the better with yours, the better off you're going to be. And, you know, this is one of the things that um, is beautiful about, you know, this podcast is you can go and see somebody else's PL. Like you mm -hmm. can compare yours to ours and you can see differences. The the more access you have to financial information to a ver greater variety of companies, that gives you insight into operations better than just about anything else out there. So it's it's the more knowledge, the better. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Chris. Uh what are you guys going to be doing moving forward? Are you counting on the, the goodwill of the holiday season <laughs> to up your rates? Is there anything you guys are going to be working on the next month that we should be aware of? Um, just a few of the things that I, I think we've already kind of talked a little bit about. Um, still working on trying to get some better lanes coming back to Utah. Mm -hmm. and, and I've made a little bit of progress on some of that. Nothing with a direct shipper, but I, I'm I'm honing in on a few brokers that seem to have some better paying loads and finding opportunities to work with them more regularly. And, and that in and of itself will make a little bit of a difference. So I'm um, doing some things there. You know, if, if we can just, you know, ultimately I would like to increase our, our backhaul rate by 25 to 50 cents a mile. That would be significant. That would be significant. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, right now, I, I think some of the things I'm doing are going to get us more in that 10 to 20 cents a mile range. You know, the big jump is going to be obviously getting some more direct shippers. Right. Okay. All right, Chris, anything else you want to pull out from this episode uh, or shall we move on to an impact tip? And I think call let's it move good? on to the impact tip. I think uh, we're, this will probably be a little shorter one. <laughs> I'm be. excited. I'm, I'm ready to, I'm ready to listen. Well, I was just, I was thinking about this as you've been talking and, and you know what, maybe I'm just in a nostalgic mood, Chris, but I was thinking, again to back in the early days of this podcast I think the first 20 episodes or something and one of the recurring themes 
was there's no perfect time. And we were talking at that time about starting a trucking company. Oh, uh, you know, it's a down market. It's an up market. It's a, you know, when's the perfect time to start a trucking company? There's no such thing because you're going to face challenges either way. And it struck me as you were talking about the numbers this month that it's a good lesson, not just for somebody thinking about starting a company, but also somebody who is running a company. Maybe they have been for a long time, or maybe you've been at it for a year and your legs are still a little shaky. Um, this idea that there's no such thing as a perfect time. So the last six months have been, it's, it's agonizing to live through and you know, you don't want to, don't want to sugarcoat that or minimize that, but also it's six months of hardship. You guys have done so much to, uh, to, uh, up the efficiency of your process to create better systems, to hire the right people, to, uh, you know, learn to solve this or that problem, right? There are things that you guys have been doing for the last six months, uh, in a down market, in a tough scenario that are going to set you up for huge success later on. And when we get there, I mean, let's hope, right? <laughs> Knock on wood and all that. Uh, but when we get there, let's say 2024, it's looking a lot better. The freight market is better and the numbers are, are climbing and you're coming and sitting on that couch and saying, oh man, we had a profit of you know, $50,000 this month and every month for the last six months. Well, great. Like that's not a perfect time either. It's a time for you to you know, be saving or, you know, just uh, remember that it's not always going to be this way. It's a kind of a mental game, a tough mental game um, of remembering. I guess that's the impact tip is that there is no perfect time and you should always be on your guard, always be learning lessons, always be improving no matter where you are for yeah. is set yourself up for your future. It's like I like I was saying earlier, like my mentality is to always be moving forward. Even if it isn't a good time, you still want to be improving things and, and getting better. There's always room for improvement. And that's honestly, that's like in, in good times, that's when it's just so easy to become complacent. And, you know, in, in that situation, you, you kind of, you get comfortable and you, it's, it becomes really easy to slide backwards. Yeah. You know, in a, in a time like this, you, you can't slide backwards for very long. You've got to be, you know, you, you, it'll kill you. And, and right now we're just pushing forward as hard as we possibly can. Like I've, Honestly, in the last several months, like I've been working as hard as I ever have, mm. just trying to make things better. There you go. Chris, I think that should wrap up episode number 143, uh, the no November 2023 financials, unless you have anything else burning a hole in your microphone there. Let's put a bow on it. Okay. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Again, HollandAssetsLLC.com as well as MotorCarrierHQ.com. Don't forget to visit those uh, and find us on Facebook. Drop us a note. I was just browsing through the Facebook page. Uh, there's some fun stuff on there uh, for people to watch, to read, to engage with. So uh, find us on Facebook. Everybody, thanks for listening and we will see you next time. See you then. Thank you.